What's up, friends? Welcome to Date to Mate, the show where I try to help you suck less at dating. Today's episode is all about getting the ex back. Now, listen, I'm not saying it's a great idea, but if you're interested in doing it, I think I can help you. If this sounds interesting to you, keep listening. And as always, enjoy the show. Now, I did say that I could get you an ex back. I didn't say it would be the best idea. But the reality is for a lot of people, we just get stuck on, hung up on, whatever verb you want to use on, these people that have made a noticeable impact in our lives, whether it was when we were in high school, whether it was when we were in college, post-college, whatever. These people come into our lives, they make an impact, and then for lack of a better word or term, we love them for the rest of our lives. And we don't love them like we're in love with them, but we just have love for them, right? We've got these emotions, these feelings attached to us, attached to that person. And it makes it really difficult for us to move on, especially when we're going through periods of change, vulnerability, we revert to what makes us feel comfortable. Now, when it comes to the ex, this could be a situation that really changes your life for the better or more often than not, can really make your life a lot more difficult, can make it worse. What we don't want to do is put ourselves in a situation where now we are stuck dealing with potential problems and hardship, but we also want to give ourselves a fighting chance to give someone a second opportunity if it feels like it makes sense and the circumstances are correct. So when we go into this whole world of exes, I want to first start by you know, having you think about this in your head, right? Maybe you're picturing an ex or multiple exes right now as I'm discussing this. Why don't you think to yourself, of all these exes or this ex that I'm thinking of, did this person and I split for a legitimate reason that cannot become, cannot be returned from? Jeez, I was having a hard time thinking of how I wanted to phrase that, but you cannot return from that issue. Something so severe, you know, whether it's, values, morals, you know, whether it is they cheated on you or they were abusive. Like I'm talking about things that are really high up on that list of like not cool. If any of those things are true with an ex, I just want you to really put that person out of your mind, put them as far back, as far out of your mind as you can, because those types of people, they deserve to be your ex and they're your ex for a reason. So we don't want to go back to those folks. We do not want to create an opportunity for them to enter into our lives because we're better than that now. I'm not saying that we're better people than them necessarily, but our life in the path that it's on does not need the negative toxicity of that past relationship coming back. Even if that person has made strides to become a better person, you know, you just don't want to, I think reintroduce that into your life because it's so complicated. Why would you go back and do all that stuff when you can find someone new that has no baggage, basically a blank slate, and have an opportunity to build something fresh and on the right foot? So I would say if anyone fits the category of toxic or problematic, they're not worth getting back with. Now for the other people, in your life, the other exes, so to speak, that you may have, I do think there's better opportunities there to actually rekindle and form something genuine. Plenty of people that I know were together at some point in the past and then, for whatever reason, found each other later in life. 
I think it's a very valid situation, especially when you know you've established that you have some sort of chemistry ability to connect with that person because of past experiences. It gives you a little bit more validation that, hey, with a little bit of fine tuning, like maybe this could be something that could work for the future and potentially forever. If that ends up being the case, great. But don't put that pressure on yourself from the, from the get-go, right? When we think about starting off a, a potential new relationship with an ex, we always want to be mindful of the fact that um, this is a situation that should be treated like every other brand new blank slate relationship with a few caveats. So when we think about the situation of dealing with an ex, I think before we get into what it actually looks like to, to rekindle and we get into like the secrets of how I think you get there, I think it's really important to understand, <clears throat> excuse me, very important to understand, are we the breakup er or the breakup B in this certain instance? Because whether or not you fit into one of those two roles is going to heavily impact what decisions that you have to make and what your options are in terms of how to actually move forward and accomplish your end goal, which is getting the ex back. If you are the person that has been broken up with, there's really not a whole lot you can do. You pretty much have a one-track path, and that is you must wait it out and go no contact. You pretty much have to pretend like that person doesn't exist anymore. You don't call them. You don't text them. You don't harass them because that person has unilaterally decided to change the terms of your relationship. They have decided that for whatever reason at that point in time, you're not their person, and that's okay. They're entitled to do that. They're their own free-willed person. They can do whatever they want. But what they cannot do is manipulate you and control you and put you in a situation where you are at their mercy. So what you do is you walk away. The strongest negotiating piece in any sort of situation that you're dealing with, even outside of relationships, is being able to walk away and mean it. So if someone decides, hey, you're not good enough for me right now, great, awesome, cool. I'll go find somebody else then. Or... Better yet, I'll go live my life by myself, and when someone more deserving, more worthy of me comes around, I'll snag them up, and you can go living your life doing whatever the hell you want, because we just don't have time to be wasting on those people that don't want to be around us. So if you're someone that gets broken up with, like I said, just stay out of it. Avoid that situation. Wait, wait it out. And you know, if your situation was more amicable, and maybe you broke up for legitimate reasons, um, you know, that's where, as this comes back around in the future with your waiting game, that person more often than not will reach out to you. The longer you guys have been together, the more history you have, the higher probability that that person is going to boomerang back around. We are creatures of habit. We're creatures of comfort. When things start to get bad for that person or they find out, hey, the grass isn't greener on the other side, more times than not, they will come back around and they will start hitting you up. And it's it's funny. I can almost predict it. When, when I see it happen with certain people, I'm like, yeah, give it three months, give it six months, a year even. Like That person will come back around and you'll see what happens. So as you're navigating these things and you're the breakup B, you just have to wait. You just have to wait, see what happens. And then when that timing does come back around, they do start hitting you up. That's when you start to just employ the date to mate methods. So go back, refresh on other earlier episodes. We talk about early courtship. That's effectively what you want to do with this ex that's come back in. You want to treat them as almost like a new prospect. Now, the reason that we do that is for a couple very key principles. And a lot of this pertains um, specifically to the guys, but 
girls, you can listen to it as well. I think it is useful, especially so you can understand the psychology of a person that maybe you broke up with and you're trying to get back. So for guys, the reason why we treat these women as um, you know almost like new prospects as if we had never knew them before, is because we are more prone to make mistakes and speed up the relationship with someone that we already have history with. Because we've had experience being in a relationship with that person, we know what it's like to have love between us. We know what it's like to be intimate with that person. They know our secrets, right? There are a whole laundry list of things where you've gotten closer to that person over time. That is going to make it very easy for you to fall right back into those same patterns. What you have to understand is guys do this a lot more than, than women do is, you know, women move at a, a slow pace and it's almost like their emotional meter. Like they have love for you. Sure. They have the history, but they need to be reminded of that. You need to like reintroduce those feelings to them. They don't just come to the table and it's like, okay, great. I'm ready to get back into a relationship with you. You literally have to treat it as if they are a new person because it's going to need to build. Now, you may be able to build it more quickly and in a condensed time frame by doing things correctly, but you're still going to have to build it. So I say that because a lot of guys screw up that second chance with an ex, sometimes a, go- a really good prospect for them. They will fuck it up because they want to speed along so fast and tie the person back down because they're so afraid of getting rejected again that they pull, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. And now they're in a situation where this person is rejecting them again. The fling is dead. Flame extinguished. And usually you get two chances. The second time goes wrong, that person's probably not coming back to you because you know, in their mind, it's like, fool me once, shame on on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's like, you know, maybe they were in the wrong when they broke up with you the first time, but your needy behavior, your mistakes just showed them why they made the right decision in the first place. So you need to be very careful. You know, you want to make it it's kind of difficult for them to get back into the swing of things and into the mix. Like you shouldn't be going to their house. You shouldn't be too available. You know, you want to play it cool. I know everyone says like, oh, you know, we shouldn't play games and we really want to be very direct with our feelings so that we can keep everything out in the open. But you're just going to get rejected that way, especially if you're a guy. You need to just play cool, almost feel like, eh, you couldn't care less. Like if she comes in, great. If she comes back in your life, you know, you don't care either. Like it doesn't really matter. It's not going to impact all the other stuff you've got going on. It's not a 100% guarantee, but it's a way better opportunity for you to find success than doing it the other way. So that's my recommendation if you're the person that's been broken up with. And women, it works the same way too. Don't let a guy call you at 2 a.m. and because you have history and, and get you back into that, he's just booty calling you. You're going to have to make him work for it too. Uh, you know, you're going to make it as if he was a, a fresh new person that you want to date. Treat it, go about it that way. And look out for the red flags. If you broke up for legitimate reasons, I cannot stress this enough. You need to evaluate if those reasons have changed because if they're the same person and, you know, even if you've gone through changes, but you still don't like those things, like they're not going to change. So don't fall into heartbreak times two because you made the, the issue of deluding yourself and you're the only one to blame now. Now, if you're the one that does the breakup thing, I love how I just turned these terms into like verbs. It probably sounds so stupid, but if you're the person that does the breaking up with, you're going to be in a position of power, right? Because you're the one that made the decision and you're going to have a good opportunity, I think, to, to rekindle things if you've realized that you made an impulsive decision and that was a mistake. 
So what I mean there is if you break up and then like a week or two later, you're like, oh, fuck, I like I it's not what I wanted. I changed my mind. Like it was stupid of me to make this mistake. Well, first, I would say maybe really drill down into like why you're deciding to go back on yourself. Um, Maybe you didn't think it through fair if that's the case. But a lot of times people actually have made the decision in their mind well before they do it. And then they get like buyer's remorse or they get scared of making the wrong decision and then they renege on it. But if you've been driven to the point where you're breaking up, like you probably have real reasons deep down for why you're doing it. So trust your own judgment and don't fall back on yourself and your decisions. Don't make yourself look stupid like that if you can avoid it. Now, I get it. Not every situation is black and white. Again, everyone's circumstances are going to be so different, but really pay attention to, you know, if you've made a mistake, then, then, and you know that you need to just, as soon as you can go down on your knees, like (laughs) apologize, do your best to, to, to get a conversation, get an in-person conversation, you know, use that to your advantage, use the history. You can usually get an ex back pretty quickly, but once you move beyond that initial period and they start to feel like they're getting over it, that's where you're going to enter what I call the no man's land. Like that's the danger zone where you can actually find yourself getting like really ruthlessly rejected once they've started to get over it. You know, women, they don't tend to move on as quickly as guys do, but once they do, you are fucked. Like you are not going to get back in there. And some women are more resilient and more, you know, headstrong about that kind of stuff than others. So just beware, you've been warned. If you've got, you know, a really high value woman that you kind of fucked over, or, you know, maybe you, you did end things amicably, but you've now released her to the wild. Like just be mindful of the fact that you may be setting yourself up for a lot of pain. If you feel like you've made the wrong decision and you've let enough time pass. A lot of guys will break up, especially this is my, my most textbook case that I see, which drives me fucking crazy. Um, but I can't say that I don't understand it because I've even been here in the past, but a guy will be with a, a girl for you know a long period of time. So like a couple years, let's say, especially when they're younger, this happens a lot. They'll be with a girl. They'll feel like maybe sexually they're like inexperienced. And so their uh, girlfriend they kind of get bored, it gets stale. And then they're like, well, I don't have a lot of other experience. So I'm just going to go out there, play the field, see what it's like and have my cake and eat it too. So they'll break up with their girlfriend if they're, um, you know, moralistic enough to not cheat on them. They'll do it. Some guys just cheat, but they'll break up. They'll fuck around. They'll maybe have a couple one night stands and then they'll want to get back with the girlfriend because they realize like, oh, I miss her, like whatever. But they do this. And then a lot of times they just they end up getting fucking rejected by their ex-girlfriend. And then their ex-girlfriend, once they move on, it's like they never existed. So, it, I mean, this shit's happened to me. Like, I literally did exactly that. Tried to, like, you know, play the field a little bit and then tried to go back to my ex. And she was already, like, in a relationship and then six months later was engaged. So, it's like, it was the crazy shit ever. But, I mean, like, I don't blame her. Like, I, I was the one that made the mistake. And it, it wasn't a mistake in the long run because it, it brought us, you know, where we're both at in our lives now. Um, but yeah, it's just like people make these, these plays and these decisions and don't always think about the long term, or you don't think that your mind's going to change so quickly, but it does. So that's why I always say like, really consider if you're with someone, it's why we put so much effort into the pre like qualifying phase of things, because 
the better we can get at evaluating someone, the better we can get at understanding whether or not um, this person is actually someone we could see ourselves with long term. That's going to create an opportunity for us to avoid some of these hard conversations and hard feelings. A little bit of a technical glitch there. Hopefully we're able to piece this back together. But anyways, what I was saying was we want to put ourselves in a position where we are able to avoid potentially making a situation where we have to like break up with someone because we've evaluated early enough that we've made the right decision in pursuing something long-term with them. So all that is to say, you can hopefully avoid some of the pitfalls of, you know, getting to a situation where you're second guessing whether or not the person that you want to be with is the person for you by just being better at evaluating early on and only choosing to really surround yourself with and consistently date high quality people that you think could be a match. So that's one thing that I think is really important and guys would, guys especially would just benefit from being a little bit more picky and actually women too. Um, it's, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, be sexist about it. I think it's both sides. Like people of all shapes, colors, sizes, uh, orientations would benefit from just, again, being more selective. And these are things that are not new, right? If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you'll know that I push this stuff a lot. So that's stuff that we'll want to consider doing or rather continue doing and consider as we move throughout our lives. Now, uh, as we continue on the whole breakup or type of situation, you know, once you have made that decision and, and things have sort of settled, you know, you, you actually will fall into a similar situation as the person that it gets broken up with from the standpoint of like, you will hopefully if time passes and you don't make any mistakes, like, you know, if you, if you're finding that you're getting rejected and trying to go back to that person and get your ex back that you broke it off with, you need to play the no contact rule yourself. Like the funny thing is you end up doing the same thing in both cases. Um, but in, you know, the first scenario where you're getting broken up with, you don't want it to happen. So, you know, you're just kind of stuck holding the bag, but if you're the person that's breaking up, being you know doing the breaking up with, then you have made the decision, and that's what you want. At least that's what you've convinced yourself in that moment. But it's really just it's kind of ends up at the same place no matter what. Where like in order to get your ex back, you kind of have to do the same sort of stuff. You have to wait, let things cool down, and then because time heals a lot of stuff. So once all the time passes, you're then able to reconnect and. You're going to follow like a very similar cadence. Just know though that if you're someone that broke up with with a person and you're trying to get them back, even after a lot of time has passed, you need to be careful about making mistakes, number one, because you will have a much shorter leash. And like I mentioned, you only get two ops usually. So after you burn the first one, the second one, if you fuck this up, like consider it a no, no-go land. Like after that, it's going to be next to impossible. So I just want to make that clear. The other thing is like on the... <clears throat> a person that wants to get back with someone after they've broken up with them. It's like, as you're navigating through this whole process, you also have to understand that you, you have sort of jaded that person and scarred them. Um, the degree to which you've done this will change depending on the person and like how much time has elapsed in between. But in a lot of cases, people don't forget shit. Uh, one and two, some people are spiteful. Like you need to exercise caution when trying to get an ex back too, because you don't know if they're holding on to a grudge. Like maybe they might be trying to screw you over now too. So you want to understand like why did we break up? 
Was it for legitimate reasons? Where where is it something that I wronged her or him and vice versa? You you need to really evaluate these things and just trust your gut. Like if it's a toxic person where you guys were both cheating on one another and then you broke up just because like that was you're supposed to do. I just don't think that that's someone that you're going to want to like restart things with. Maybe you might want to hook up. Cool. I don't care. I don't judge people for doing what they want to do, but my advice is tailored for people that want to date to mate, that want to have real long-term relationships. And so we just going to avoid those situations because that's just the better position to put ourselves in higher probability of success, higher probability of avoiding pain, maximizing pleasure, and ultimately just doing stuff that we feel good about. So keep that in mind always. Like even though a lot of this stuff does work and it will work if you just practice it, like you you don't always want to do it, even though you can. It's kind of like when you walk into a department store, like the mall, and you see something in a window and you're like, oh, I could buy that. But sometimes it's walking out of there knowing that you could and not doing it that is just makes you feel better and will give you a better outcome than say actually purchasing it and that goes for access too. So just be mindful of that. But yeah, I mean to get an ex back, like I said, you just, you really want to play cool. You want to treat it almost like it was the same situation, but also utilize a little bit of the advantage that you have. You know, this person, you know what they like, you know, or at least you did know at some point. So, you know, use that uh, almost like market research uh, and competitive edge to put yourself in a situation to edge out any other competitors if there's someone else in the space like there's another person like um, a male orbiter or maybe they're even in a relationship already you know i would say avoid those people and let them live their lives if they are in a relationship don't go screwing stuff up home wrecking but you know people are going to do what people do so i can't i can't help if people use my powers for good or for evil i just put it out into the world however you choose to use it that's on you it's not on me I'm just the purveyor. So hopefully this helped you guys understand um, the circumstances around exes, how to get them back. Um, again, it's relatively straightforward. Uh, hopefully this allows you to sort of navigate that situation. And for many, I hope it just makes you think a little bit more about whether or not getting with an ex is even something worth doing. I really think for most cases, let's leave the X's in the past where they belong and trust that when we made them our ex in the first place, we did it for good reason. So as always, appreciate the love and support. Thank you guys for listening this deep into this episode. We'll be back next week with another banger. Um, as always, much love. Enjoy the rest of your day, week, month, year, and I will catch you in the next one. Peace.